Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about the concealed carry reciprocity bill that's going before Congress. We're also going to talk about the Hearing Protection Act that's going before Congress. has got some traction this week as well. Inside the studio, we have the Texas Concealed Handgun Association president, Bobby Clackley. He's going to talk to us about what's going on with the association. And also, we have inside the studio, Syntex Combatives and Fitness. You guys need to get yourself in shape there if you're going to, you need to pull that gun out. Uh, we got to exercise a little bit, so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to cover all this stuff. And we're going to get down deep into it because a lot of people are getting upset. They're upset about Austin and the City Hall and what's happening with Code Next. Got A lot of people are, are leaving town. So we may chat about that, but I want to focus on gun issues today for sure. Uh, but David's got something special. David, you have something that happened in your life this week. Yeah, man. I just uh, lost a good friend this week on Thursday. Um, his name was Sean Adams. I'm sure a lot of people know who he is because he's big in sports world. He worked uh, at ESPN for three years with me. Well, there for five years, but I was there with him for three. And then uh, he went over to the zone and was on there, and he died of a heart attack on Thursday. So I just, you know, want to say, you know, my condolences to his family and to, to Chip Brown. Uh, they're great dudes, and uh, he's going to be sorely missed, man. I remember... Uh, one, we always did a throwback, a way back Wednesday. And me and Chip decided one time to uh, mess with them a bit. And we played nothing but, like, hard rock and, you know, a whole bunch of crappy music. And he was so pissed off for the whole show. He was, oh, man, he wanted to jump through the damn producer's glass and beat me down. But it was, uh, it was fun. And he got over it. But uh, he was a good dude. He was always up helping people. And, uh... You know, he's, he's going to be missed. He's going to be missed by a lot of people. So how, how old was he? He died at 46 of a heart attack, man. Wow. Yeah, very young. And, uh, it was, you know, he wasn't out of shape or anything like that. It just it shocked everybody, threw everybody through the loop. Yeah, the one, the one thing uh, that we don't do enough of, you know, especially men. Men don't go to the doctor and get checkups. Don't go get blood work and stuff like that. Yep, so we definitely start doing, doing that stuff, getting some blood work done, you know, getting some checkups. And making sure everything's okay because you leave your family behind, 
And now, you know, they're left to, you know, defend for everything and try to figure stuff out. Yeah, yeah, his wife, and uh, he had two kids. Now they're both in high school. I think they go to Round Rock, but, I mean, they used to come and sit in the in the studio, you know, on the producer's side and just sit there and watch his dad and Chip sit over on the other side of the glass and talk, and it was it was fun, you know. I knew those little kids, and, you know, it's just, it's real sad. It sucks. Wow. Yeah, that is definitely rough, especially someone that, you know, and you said he was a personal trainer, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's He worked with uh, Texas Tech football and UT football players, and he did all sorts of stuff. You know, he did a lot of motivational speaking, and he wrote two books. And, yeah, I mean, he, he played football himself in college at uh, Abilene. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, he was a real good dude, and, you know, it's just sad that he died at 46 years old. Wow, that is rough. All right, so. Definitely my hat's off to him. All right. Um, now let me bring up to the mic here. I'm going to talk to Bobby uh, with the Texas Concealed Handgun Association, uh, the president. What is the Texas Concealed Handgun Association? Well, Michael, first of all, thank you for having us and uh, giving us this time to, to speak. Uh, the Texas Concealed Handgun Association is an association comprised of Licensed to carry instructors, licensed to carry holders, uh, uh, the citizen out there that is just wanting to be informed of the gun laws. Uh, and that's what we are, and that's uh, our list of folks that uh, uh, are our members. And what we do is uh, we, we try to keep members informed of the law. We educate, uh, and on that respect... Uh, we are getting into, it's called steel shoot. Uh, and what we're going to do is uh, the Texas Concealed Handgun Association in association with Texas State sh uh, Straight Shooters will be hosting a steel, we call it a steel and more fun shoot in the Bastrop Smithfield area. Nice. Yeah. Out and of my neck of the woods. And they need something like that over in Bastrop. Yeah, people yeah. always call and ask, you know, there are some shooting events I can go to, you know, go to attend or something like that. So this would be one of those events to, you know, hone in your skills there a little bit. And that's correct. We'll, we'll be holding that on October 14th with uh, registration be starting at uh, 8 o'clock and going to 9.15. And this actual shooting, uh, we will be on target at 9.45. Uh, the location is at... Uh, and, the, and so you guys are shooting still targets. We are. We've got... Um, what we're putting together is we, we have eight stages, five steel, uh, five pieces of steel per stage, and this is going to also include bowling pins. We're going to have clay pigeons that look like they're floating, and you're going to do all of this with pistol caliber ammunition. And uh, so we're going to run you through that twice, and we're not... Uh, I'm not concerned about how fast you are down the range. My concern is the everyday guy that's out there defending his family on the street. I want you to be able to put range, rounds down range, but most importantly, I want you to be on target. And that's what this is all about. You're going to have instant gratification when you hear that pling. So it's fun for everybody. I don't care what your skill level is. And what we do is we're going to, uh, I'm going to award one trophy. I do not have a participation trophy. But oh, we're gonna come on well, now. Yeah, now, yeah. now I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry in a corner. Uh, <laughs> so there's only one winner. So there's, there's, everybody else is a loser. There, <laughs> no feel good awards here. There, there's only one winner. But the most uh, most important thing about it is when we all get together, we have the same like minded conversations. Uh, we build camaraderie uh, within the community, 
and we may have the opportunity to introduce someone that is just getting into the firearms or handgun or or rifle uh, genre and get them get them to where they feel good and they're not worried about oh can I press that trigger can I can I even shoot a handgun because now we're starting them at the beginning all right, so you may come out there and get recognized, you know. Yes. Someone sees you and say, hey, oh, wow, you know, you need to come and work for me or something like that. Or let me help you start your own business or something like that. You yes, never sir. know. Yes, sir. So this event here, this is like a fundraiser, right? This is uh, this is a fundraiser, and okay. uh, it benefits the Texas Concealed Handgun Association and, what this, and the Texas Straight Shooters. And what this does is every year in April – there, uh, the Texas Concealed Handgun Association holds a conference, and we bring in subject matter experts to uh, teach the law, uh, teach, uh, and I'll give you an example. Uh, one of our big supporters is U.S. Texas Law Shield. They, last year, they came in and taught a six-hour tactical med class. Everyone got a certificate of completion on that tactical med class. And, and then uh, uh, we brought in last year as our keynote speaker, Dr. Pete Blair from Texas State University, who is actually the executive director of ALERT, Active Law Enforcement Rapid Response Training, that teaches active shooter response to law enforcement. So we bring in quality experts uh, to give you training, and we also have two range days, uh, range times on that Saturday, uh, April uh, 8th. The conference is from April 6th to April 8th, and we brought Ed Head in from Gunsight last year, and he did two range times for us. And so that's that's what we do. How many people are you expecting to show up or want you know wanting to show? We usually have uh, uh, between 150 to 200 uh, folks. And nice. one you know, one thing we do is we we're not out here. We're a 501c4, so we're not out here to uh, make money. We're out here just to keep our head above water, so we can provide this, and we keep our prices awfully low for the conference. So anybody, I don't care who you are. You have the ability to come to our conference for the education, and that's what we want to happen. Because if you're packing a gun and you're next to me, I want to make sure that you have the same quality training that I have. Can you tell us a little bit more about this tactical med class? Yeah, the, the tactical med class, uh, uh, it's, it was all about uh, gunshot trauma. And U.S. Texas Law Shield, they, they were so kind to us to bring this, uh, bring the folks in, uh, combat medics. They, they brought them in. And then what happened was, and to our surprise, I had 60, I think 63 people in the class. And they brought in a pallet of tactical med uh, blowout kits. Wow. And they gave every student a blowout kit. So I can't say enough about Texas That's U.S. Awesome. Law Shield. Wow, so this, uh, man, so you, they got a chance to learn how to, you know, respond to trauma. You know, say you're you're teaching a class at the range or something and something happens, you know, it may take a little time for paramedics to get there. So you need to at least, you know, try to stop the, the bleeding. Absolutely. And on and to top that off, uh, so we've got the tactical med going on. And then this year in April 2018, what we're going to do, we're going to start the conference with a CPR, AED, and first aid certification. So that's going to be another four-hour class because if you're packing a pistol and you have to use it and so one of your family members ends up getting hurt, you're going to need not only to know CPR first aid, but you also need to know the tactical med. So what we're trying to do in the association with our conference 
is give you a well-rounded education. So I know if I meet you on the street, you are just as capable as I am to defend yourself. Now, this conference is when again? April 6th, 7th, and 8th of 2018. Wow. Okay. And where's the conference going to be? It's going to be at the Wild Ranch Hotel in um, Kerrville. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, our keynote this year uh, coming up is uh, Susanna Hupp. Oh, not mine. Susanna is a very strong speaker. I, I, I love Susanna Hupp. I tell you, whenever I, I have any any problems going on, I give her a call and sit there and chit-chat with her a little bit, and she always makes me feel good. She's a very good, powerful speaker and a very good person to, uh, to listen to, actually, so she'll do really well. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have her. And uh, if you, don't, you don't know who Susanna Hupp is. Susanna Hupp, uh, she was a former state representative, but before that, her and her parents were at the Lubies in Colleen and when that shooting happened, and both her parents were killed during that shooting. And because of that, and the way she spoke up about it, she you know traveled around the country, as a matter of fact, and around the state, and talked about this incident. And that's how we got our concealed handgun license program in the still, state of Texas. You can still watch her testimony before you know the Texas congressman or the committee. Right. You can still watch that testimony online. Watched it probably a month or two ago. <laughs> yeah, I, use, I, I mean, just about every class probably shows that video in their class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very good speaker. De- definitely, man, that's going to be an awesome event, and, and a lot of things you're going to be learning. I'm, I'm excited about that. How much does that run? Well, the, the conference itself is uh, $129, and for oh, that you wow. get, uh, uh, you know, it, everything starts on April 6th. Uh, we're going to have the first training there, and then we're not going to end until um, April 8th when we have the members meeting. And in between all of that, uh, you're, you're just loaded down with uh, – uh, with training, whatever you want, and we have tracks that you can go to. Um, so it's kind of like, um, God, what do you what do you have in Las Vegas? What is it called? The shot, shot show? show. Yeah, it's kind of like the shot show. You know, have you different little classes and stuff like that. That's pretty awesome. Right. And if you want more information on it, uh, our website is txcha.org, or you can call us at eight six six five one six five one one seven, and that's also to sign up for the uh, uh, steal and more shoot. Uh, and we're limited to the first 35 people uh, so we can effectively manage and have, have the safety uh, that we need. And it, it's an awesome shoot. All right. We're talking with the president for the Texas Concealed Handgun Association. Also, we have inside the studio Syntex Combatives and Fitness. And we're going to we come back. We're going to talk about the Concealed Care Reciprocity Act. We're going to talk about the Hearing Protection Act as well because they're getting some traction in Congress. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talking. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talking. On air, online, and on your smart device. Talk 1370 is the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about the Concealed Care Reciprocity Bill. We're talking about a lot of stuff today. We had a, man, we, in the store... We actually got like a bunch of Mossberg shockwaves in. 
Yeah. We got some Remington Tac 14s in this week. Uh-oh. And people were going crazy. They were just buying them out like <laughs> there was no tomorrow. And then you know what What else we got? We got some Glock 19 Gen 5s in. Mm-hmm. About a dozen of those. And also the Glock 17 Gen 5. No one's got any of those. So we got some of those in this week. I don't want and they also Glock. had the little it's true right. glow sight on them, huh? I don't want a Glock. It's all right, man. You, I know. I don't. You, you I, can keep them. Yeah, I don't carry a Glock either, but you know, I don't understand the fascination about it. But <laughs> Springfield and Smith and Wesson, baby. Just joking. <laughs> don't call me. I'm only joking. No, you're not. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Well, and Lone Star Gun Rights did a review on the Glocks as well, so we posted that on our Central Texas Gunworks page, so you can actually go there. And check out the review that Lone Star Gun Rights did on, on the Glock Gen 5. See, did comparison of the 19 and the 17 Gen 5. So you can actually see what the, you know, what the, what are the new upgrades? What's different? What's different about the Gen 5 or, you know, Gen 4.2 or whatever you want to call it? It better be, it better <laughs> be better than the last generation, kind of like the new iPhones getting a, getting a hit right now. And honestly, I don't <laughs> even know. It's a piece of crap. I, so. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what's the difference, but I know there is, we did do a video. So it is on our on Central Texas Gunworks Facebook page. So definitely as long check as out they that actually video. advanced the technology, then we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I, honestly, I don't know. I really don't. Now, up in Congress, up in D.C., uh, there's a couple things going on. Uh, the progress has continued to be made on on some bills here. You have um, Congressman Rob Goodlatte, from, a Republican Virginia from Virginia, is actually signed on to the Concealed Care Reciprocity Bill, or Reciprocity Act, I should say. He is actually the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. So he signed on to that. Now, the bill now has 212 co-sponsors, and its prospects in the House are looking pretty, pretty good of passing. So hopefully we can get some people like you. You're, just, you're listening, you're in the, hearing this from, you know, you're in the sound of my voice. I need you to contact your state rep, contact your senator. I'm sorry, your U.S. congressman, your U.S. senator. I'm so used to saying state rep and state senator. Contact your U.S. congressman, your U.S. senator, and let them know that you want the Concealed Care Reciprocity Bill Act to actually pass. We need to bring that to the committee. Get that to the floor. Let's get that rolling. You can contact them by calling 202-224-3121. That's 202 224-3121. Contact their U.S. Senator, your U.S. Congressman, and let them know you want the Concealed Care Reciprocity Act of 2017 to actually pass. All right? (laughs) I know. I'm just like, (laughs) it's been one of those days. It's been one of those weekends. I had two different LTC classes. I had a total of, I think this week, we had like about 80 people in class. And this is after September the 1st now, so... You have a lot of people taking advantage of the the reduction in price. Mm-hmm. So now the classes are starting to get full again. And so uh, this weekend was the first weekend since Labor Day. And it, they really, my voice is cracking. I'm tired. <laughs> it was really, it was a rough weekend. You need a nap, man. I need a nap. They should have done it like me and taken the class a year ago and just waited. And just waited? To file until after September 1st. No, they were going to wait until the price changes. I'm not going to do it until the price changes. So now the price is $40. It's not $140. Hey. Now people are running the class. Yeah, I gladly paid my 140 bucks. I hated that I had to do it, yeah. but I gladly paid it, and it's it's worked to my benefit thus far twice, so I'm good. <laughs> and also what's going on in Congress, uh, on Tuesday, the House Natural Resources Subcommittee on Federal Lands held a hearing on the Sportsman's Heritage and Recreational Enhancement. It's called the SHARE Act. 
which has been introduced. It was actually introduced on September the 1st, believe it or not, by Congressman Jeff Duncan, the Republican out of South Carolina. And following the subcommittee hearing, the full committee on natural resources marked up and passed the SHARE Act by a vote of 22 to 13. And all the amendments offered in the attempt to weaken this bill were soundly defeated. So the bill now awaits floor action in the U.S. House. So that's, you know, some good news there. And the reason why that's important, that SHARE Act, is because the Hearing Protection Act has been lumped in with that one. So that's why that's important. So now that goes to the entire House for a vote. So we'll see what happens there. Also, the big talk of the, um, on the news in Austin was about the fact that you can actually now go hog hunting in a hot air balloon. So we did a couple story, stories on that. People are excited about that. We can now, now go hog hunting in a hot air balloon. I just need to sit out on my back porch. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to go up in the air. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs> I can just sit on my back porch and pink. <laughs> Got one. I don't know. Well, they say the, the hot air balloon, it actually travels kind of slow. So, you know. Until a gust of wind comes by and whips your ass away. Right, right. Better than the helicopter. You know, helicopters like a controlled crash. I don't know if anyone's flown a helicopter. Don't call me. Don't send me any Facebook messages. It's still a controlled crash. <laughs> no matter what you say. No matter what you say. I've, I've flown in helicopters before. It just scares the de devil out of me. So, no. It's definitely, he's like, all things are whistles and all kinds of things are going off there. Definitely scares me. So now you can do that. You can use a, a silencer or, a, I'm sorry, a suppressor you know, to do that. So so that that's good. And, that, and that, you've actually been able to hunt in a helicopter since 2011, I believe. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and then in 2012 is when they came back and said the legislature, it went into effect and said that you can actually do it with a, with a silencer now. So you used to not even have to have a license to hunt pig. Now you do. Yeah, you have to go through the Texas Parks and Wildlife yeah, or something like that, they, right? Yeah, they wanted, they wanted their cut, man. Yeah, because they, 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 like, they were what? saying, hey, man, all this money, y'all got to give us a something. So, yeah, because yeah. even in this story, it was how the guy was saying from the uh, Texas, is it Texas? I forget which, which department it is, but they were saying that no one signed up just yet for it. So we'll see. Maybe I'll go in there and I'll sign up for it since no one's done it yet. I'll get my name on the list first. What, to go in the hot air? Yeah, to go in the hot air balloon. I mean, you have fun, man. Ah, I'm good about it. Oh, just I, just I like make it. sure you don't lose control and shoot up, because then you're going to put a hole in it's that bad boy. It's funny you say that, because I said that on the news story. I <laughs> or said, you shoot the basket. And keep the gun going fall down. through. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I've seen those videos on, on Facebook of idiots not knowing how to shoot a gun, holding two 12-gauge shotguns each in hand. Bam! Blow. Yeah, idiots are out there, or man. Or that instructor that was standing in the indoor gun range. <laughs> <laughs> say, hey, do you mean to do that? Yeah, or, I meant to do that. Or that instructor that shoots two feet from you while you're laying down into the ground. Uh, yeah, you just got to be careful moron. if you're doing it in Arkansas. You might hit the guy that's standing right behind the hog. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was that one? I missed that one. Burn. <laughs> Which one was that? One? <laughs> in general, they're called razor. Oh. They're, they're called razorbacks. Oh. <laughs> they're razorbacks oh. in Arkansas. Oh. oh, see now you have Doug Man Jones calling us up. Doug Man Jones, don't call Sorry, us. Doug Man. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> don't call us up. You're exempt from that comment. That's right. We're only joking. It's <laughs> terrible. All right. So then, uh, let's see what else has happened. Um, you have one other thing. We have the Glock 19, uh, 17 Gen 5s. Uh, oh, yeah, the big thing is being able to carry your handgun with an LTC on public transportation. A lot of people didn't know that on Capitol Metro, you know, here in Austin. Yeah, 
yeah, you can ride on Capital Metro. You can open carry or conceal carry your handgun with a license to carry handgun on Capital Metro. A lot of people didn't know that. So for some reason, they had doubts about that this week. So, and did you hear about that security officer in um, Minnesota? He ended up shooting himself, and he said, hey, a black guy did it. <laughs> it was a black man. Yeah, the black man that? shot me. They're like, "Come on, man!" And after, after they hauled, they even hauled someone into the police station. They questioned this guy, gave this guy the you know the old in out in out. Oh yeah, had him That's locked dirty. up. And then the guy finally broke and said, "Okay, okay, okay, I shot myself." Oh man, I broke the law yesterday. <laughs> Did you, what'd you do? I went to the movie theaters. I went to Flicks Brew House. Uh oh, and. There was these this whole group of people standing right inside the doorway, uh-huh. and so you know I just walked on in, went to the movie, had my gun on me the whole time. We we're leaving, and it had emptied out, and there were signs right there, right where that whole group was standing. I was like, "Well, I'm glad nobody came in trying to shoot because I had my gun." <laughs> oh lord! Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey man, it wasn't clearly posted. I had to hunt through people to find that sign, so I'm good. <laughs> Post signs better. <laughs> and then now we got some we got some good news out of uh, out of Chicago finally. You know, because every weekend you know Labor Day is like okay, Le- less than a hundred people. This Sixty weekend? people, you know, shot. Oh, you know, only sixty. Uh, Holy crap! Well, no, we got some good news. Good news oh, is, okay. hey, <laughs> one of the least likely demographic groups in Chicago are now purchasing more guns and learning how to shoot and obtaining concealed yeah. carry permits, and that's going to be black women. Black women are in Chicago are actually getting their handgun license. They're buying a gun, and they're going about it the right way, making sure they know exactly what gun to buy, taking that class, learning the laws, and learning to carry. And the you numbers mean are driving over to Indiana and coming back? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and also in Texas, Texas, uh, black women in Texas have outpaced all other demographic groups in the state for obtaining a concealed carry permit or a license to carry handgun. Between 2000 and 2016. Shout out to Trina for that one. Yeah, you Trina know, she, Spells. Yeah, I Trina didn't Spells. Used to. You better be listening, girl. Uh, she's probably on the flight somewhere. Yeah, she's she's, a, she's, she's, she's an airline stewardess now. Yeah, she's, she flies she's, the, she's the too skies. important for us. I know. She's like, oh, I'm she's like, hey, Dave, when I come to come to Austin, I'll say hi. Well, I just and needed to give me extra bag hi. of peanuts. <laughs> Extra bag of peanuts. You're ridiculous, man. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to slap you for that I one. I know, I know. <laughs> I knew. All right, so um, now we have inside the studio Syntex Combatives and Fitness. Uh, so tell me, what is, first of all, tell everyone your name and then tell us what is Syntex Combatives and Fitness. Hey, Michael, this is Tyrus, um, Tyrus Cox, um, owner of Syntex Combatives and Fitness. We're located in Pflugerville, uh, servicing the Round Rock, Georgetown, Cedar Park, and North Austin area. Um, we mainly focus on self-defense programs. Uh, we have several different programs. We also have license to carry programs and um, different firearm training programs as well. Nice. Okay. So, and what kind of stuff you guys specialize in? So, you got the handgun license. You yes. Got, what is reality-based self-protection programs? Okay. Um, so, um, one of our programs we have is called Defense Labs. And basically what it covers, we discuss self-awareness as far as um, self-protection. We don't like to use the term self-defense because if you're self-defending yourself, you've already been attacked. So we try to focus on being aware of your surroundings to actually see a situation before it actually occurs. Um, one of our, in, in the Defense Labs program, we try our best to simulate what happens in an attack, um, whether it's not you're being attacked by multiple people, 
um, whether or not if someone's trying to tackle you to the ground. Um, and nowadays, one of the popular things is the whole um, sucker punch game that people just randomly hit people upside the head. Um, we actually train for situations like yeah, isn't that. Isn't that insane? I can't yes. believe people are doing that crap nowadays. You see that on, you man, you try to pull that crap on me, I'm a... You're gonna have a bad day because you can get around. <laughs> what is ass. it? What is it? It's a, it's a knockout game where people oh. just literally are walking down the street, and all of a sudden, some stupid little punk will come up and just cold cock somebody, and exactly, it's insane. It's just but, man, we, we don't like do that in Austin, though, right? That doesn't happen in Austin, does it? Has it yeah, happened in Austin? I was yes. about to say, I'm pretty sure there's been a few <laughs> cases of it happening. In Austin. For real? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. People yes. downtown just walk up to you and. Pop. Usually, and, like the six-year area, you know, college kids is real popular. But the victims are usually your more adult, older people. Yeah, um, you can just be minding your own business and stuff. Oh, so you're walking down the road. The old folks. Yeah. I, I don't want to say old folks because uh, <laughs> it's the old <laughs> geezers, man. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say. Don't it. call me. Yeah. No, no Facebook messages. <laughs> All right, don't call the shop. Okay, this, so they're going after senior citizens. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Um, well, I don't have nothing to worry about. It's not my problem. Well. Well. <laughs> just joking. I, don't call me. <laughs> Facebook messages. So we um we we have roughly about seven different martial art programs, and all of them are based around self protection. Um. In addition with our um, license to carry programs, we also have everyday carry programs. Um, also, we have an integrated concealed carry weapons program that comes from one of our systems that we teach. Um, that program mainly focuses on um, being aware of your range. Um, a lot of people who train um, with their firearms, they get to a comfort level where they feel that, and this is the argument I usually have with people who have firearms, but they don't train. Uh, they feel that, well, I can pull my firearm regardless of where I am. It's like, no, that's not the case. If you're not training, pulling that firearm all the time, someone's coming at you with a knife within a certain amount of yards, you're not going to have time. So one of our programs, we focus on situations where, okay, someone's coming at you with a knife or something, learn how to get offline or protect yourself to be able to um, pull that firearm. So it's real tactical training, um, but it's safely. There's it's no live ammunition done within the um, actual Gym, but we do train as realistic as possible. So you guys don't do that. Uh, what's that guy that's in? Um, is he in Massachusetts? I've, maybe he's in Baltimore. I get a lot of flack. A lot of people get him on his show so he can tell him what he's doing. I'm like, no, I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> but uh, I guess he uses. He actually points a gun at the person. No. that he's tra- no. <laughs> training. No, oh, I've seen like that video. You know that's that's terrifying. Man, I yeah. can't believe that idiot does that. Yeah, and I I always get a lot of messages about that. Yeah, I so, hate that. Don't point a gun unless you intend to kill or destroy. Yes. You're, you're violating all the safety rules. Yes. All the safety rules. So if I walk in there and say, hey, Tyrus, man, I, I don't know crap from crap. I don't know how to punch anybody. I don't know how to kick anybody. I got 15 guns on me, though. <laughs> how do I know how to, how do, I want to learn to fight and learn how to shoot all 15 of my guns. Now, think about that. I'm going to have you ask that question one more time. Yep. All right, so we're talking with Com- Syntex Combative and Fitness. We also have the president for the Texas Concealed Handgun Association inside the house. Uh, we're talking about the Concealed Care Reciprocity Bill and everything that's happened in Congress. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Making talk radio great again. Somebody has to come out and tell it like it is. Talk 1370, the right choice.
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, now, you guys heard about um, all these gun stores that have been broken into. Mm-hmm. So now, another gun store in Austin has been broken into. They stole 30-some guns, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, I want to say 35 firearms or something yeah, like that. 32, 35, something Within like that. 90 seconds or something. It was a 35 guns in about a minute and a half. Jeez. One minute and a half. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means, right? That means all the guns were on the walls. Mm-hmm. No, nothing all, was locked up. They were on the glass. You yeah. smash that glass out, and you got 10 pistols in your hand yeah, so in one swoop. That's that's definitely a problem. Got to take care of that. Yeah. Um, Lock it up. Man, I got a lot of text messages from people that were sitting in the uh, instructor renewal class this week. And they were saying, t- man, they were sitting there going, good Lord. Man, some of these guys in here don't know what they're talking about. They're asking these silly questions. They should know this stuff. And then, you know, I got a lot of complaints. People were saying, you know, man, these DPS people in here, they don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> so, oh, I tell you, it's, it's an ongoing saga. You know, every single, you know, every two years, you have to do the instructor renewal course, and you have those same issues. You know, answers to questions that instructors shouldn't know Um you know, they're just, they're not knowing, and that's actually, it, it's sad, it's disheartening. Um, are you LTC instructor? Yes, I was in one of those this week. <laughs> that's why we're like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, because it's, it's, you know, questions that, you, you know, they should know the answer to. You know, can a, you know, can a convicted felon have a LTC? I mean, come on, seriously? Really? You can, I mean, right? Come on. No? No, no. <laughs> really? No, 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 no. So the crazy guy just got off the funny farm. He can have it, though, right? No, no. What? No, no. Ah, no, uh, no. you're letting me down, man. I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, and people have questions about the Conciliatory Reciprocity Bill, or ACT. You know, here's what that is. That means that your LTC in the state that you live in, if it passes, you know, and by both houses and the president signs off on it, that means that your LTC will be recognized in every state. Even California? Even in, in cummy California. Even in California? <laughs> That's wow. right. What about New Jersey? Even in New Jersey, if well, this passes. Really? If this passes. Man, and this I'm is st- only going to pass if you call. You got to call gonna, your U.S. rep. They're still going to take you to jail. They're still going to do it. <laughs> Come on. California doesn't care about the feds. <laughs> well, that, well, you know you know who's spending money over there to make sure this doesn't pass. So. Didn't they just try to ban travel to Texas? Uh, yeah, you're not, they're not allowed to come Idiots. to Texas if, if you're, I guess it's, if it's a, like a state issued or if it's yeah. a government, you know, government trip or something like that, you know, like a, a government employees, the government can't pay for their trip to go. Say it again. That if any government employee from California can't pay, get paid to go with taxpayer payer funds to go to do any business in Texas or cooperate. So then why are all the Californians moving here? Just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> California runs Austin now, which is a shame. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah. We're actually all the, all those little builders are actually moving here, and now that's why we have this is this is not Austin. It's actually well, they're moving to East Austin. It's right? a city of cranes. City of cranes. <laughs> moving to East that, that's Austin, our right? that's our city bird, the crane. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the the bird of Austin is the crane. Uh, but yeah, they are, they are. All right, so you're asking. Um, Syntax yeah, so, combative some questions. Yeah, so Tyrus, you know, I'm 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 average Joe. I'm you know in my mid thirties, and I have I don't know how to defend myself. I have guns, but you know you can't like you said you can't always be able to use a gun. So if I come, I want to learn hand to hand. I want to learn how to you know defend myself and all that. What what do you have for everything? If I come to you, say teach me teach me, <laughs> Grand <Poobah." laughs> Well. Um, 
Yeah, um, Joe, if you have 15 guns, I'm kind of wondering what's going on with you to have 15 guns coming off. And the world's coming, baby. <laughs> Commies are everywhere. <laughs> but uh, no, no, seriously, um, we, our main um, target of um, members are professional working individuals, um, people who just want to protect their families and um, have kids. Uh, a lot of um, gyms train mostly on young adults. Um, I'm older as well, so I don't do all the MMA stuff like I used to. But um, if you were yeah, to come in, sad now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta you gotta listen to your body, man. Um, but if you were to come in and you don't have any training, um, we would start off first. I would ask, um, what are your goals? What do you want to um, focus on? Uh, a lot of people come in and they just want to know how to defend themselves with a knife. Um, and use their firearms. We have something for that. We have okay. some people that come in who are more, they probably were athletic um, a couple of years ago, and they just want to worry about protecting themselves from being on the ground. We have jujitsu for that as well. Um, with our Defense Labs program or with our Kali, which is um, Filipino uh, martial arts, with those, um, with those courses, those are more tactically, they're just based around damaging a person quickly, making space, um, grabbing your firearm, grabbing your knife, or creating range to get to your car to get away from the so situation. Break, break and dislocate techniques. Pretty much. But you don't learn that in the first week. We we span it out to give you some basics to put you through a couple of exercises to make sure you're fit because, believe it or not, you do have to have some type of fitness about yourself. Trust me, to you get do exhausted in 30 seconds. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. A lot of people, like, we watch these movies or we see stuff on TV and these guys are doing all these things. Um, mm -hmm. But in reality, if you've ever seen a fight or ever been in a fight, it's only one or two punches or swung, and next thing you know, the guy's trying to attack you because you're tired. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, you're winded. It's, so, it's true. <laughs> uh, all of our training, you will get fit. You will be tired. You may get tired of me yelling at you, but it's for the greater good. Um, we believe in training all of our people correctly, safely, and we have a sense of responsibility to give you the skill set to be able to protect you and your family. And I tell you, I had uh, some attorneys in class today. Uh, this whole law firm was in class, about six six attorneys, and... Yeah, they were, and I was, you know, talking to them at the range, and they're like, "Good Lord, man, you either a preacher or," because <laughs> I was, you know, the way I was talking to them at the range. So it's funny, you know, you said that. Now, someone's got some questions here. Uh, Jack Kinney, Jack says, "Is it, it is it legal for me to conceal carry my forty five with a suppressor in my backpack while driving in my car?" Well, as long as you got that tax stamp, Jack, got the tax stamp, got that tr uh, trust. If you set it up as a trust, you have a copy of the tax stamp, copy of the trust. Then yes, you can have your uh, your silencer, suppressor, whatever in your backpack in your forty five while you're driving in your car. So wherever you can take that gun, you'll be able to take that um, suppressor. If you can't have the gun there, you can't have a suppressor there. That's that's why we need the Share Act to pass. And that's gonna you know just take a look at forty six oh three in the Texas Penal Code, and that'll tell you where you cannot take you know any of those items that you know like the suppressor and things of that nature. Hey, you know what's off that list now? Knives. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Game of Thrones is old, baby. Samurai swords everywhere, baby. I saw two dudes dueling with samurai swords on I-35 on top of a car, man. It was, was this. It was <laughs> the wild, Austin. wild west, Not man. Yeah, you know traffic. When? You know traffic and moving on I-35. With can, a sword? Yeah, it was two swords. They were going crazy, when? man. And I thought one of them was going to pull out a ninja star, but it didn't happen. Was it recently? 
Well, yeah. I mean, it was like a few days ago, man. Is there a video of this? You're lying. You're lying. You're just lying. Are you sure well, you're everybody was freaking out. Like, if you legalize all these knives and stuff, people are going to have samurai swords. They're going to be bloodshed everywhere. All these idiots are just idiots, man. It was no, Mike. There were no two I dudes fighting so. samurai swords on. You scared me there for a second. <laughs> old Lord. Dismembered limbs all over the sidewalk. Yeah, We've done it now. <laughs> And we have training for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And then someone's got another question. Okay. Will you have to adhere to restrictions like magazine capacities for the conciliatory reciprocity bill? All right. So, Jack, uh, yes, yes, you will have to follow the laws of state that you're in while you're in it, but your LTC will be recognized. Kind of Think of it like this, Jack. Um, you have your Texas driver's license. That Texas driver's license, when you drive in other states then you have to follow their speed limits and whatever their their laws are in their states. But you can still drive in that state. All right, so you'll still have to follow those laws, you know, in that state. But, yeah, it will be recognized. So I believe in California, even if you're licensed, you have to have the gun in a locked container and then the ammo in another locked container, even if you're licensed. So if you go to California and this passes, you're still going to have to follow that ridiculousness of having it all in your trunk and separate and locked up and all that i believe so i don't go to california i stay out of those states that yeah you know, neither but i had a couple of idiot friends move out there yeah they don't want me i don't want them so i stay right <laughs> here in texas the last one i have i can only defend texas baby exactly <laughs> all right all right so syntex combatives all right so you you guys do ground combatives yes um what is spartan fit sgx well that's one of our um Fitness programs where it's um, mostly circuit training, um, lift weights, kettlebells, um, sandbells, sandbags, sprints, pretty much whatever I can think of to give you, make it torture for you. But it's in a fit way. That's what we provide. That's our fitness aspect of what we offer. Mm. Great. You caught me while I was chewing my Skittles. <laughs> and we're talking I just, about I just, let, I just let it go. I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm I'm let him get this. He's like, and one, and two. I'm like, uh-huh, and crunch. We're talking crunch. about fitness here. We're talking about fitness, I, and Mike's eating candy over here. I thought here. he was eating nice. Uh, I, I was like, he's eating nice. Okay. No, he's eating Skittles, man. I give zero Fs. <laughs> hey, right here, baby. Zero, none, zero, zero. <laughs> All about the Skittles, baby. <laughs> That's pitiful. All right. And, yeah, you got any other questions? Definitely send them through on Facebook there. I'm, I'm so trying to you, catch them as I can. Do you only do LTC classes or do you other, do other pistol stuff? Do you do like well, pistol actually, retention, disarmament? Do you do other shooting courses or anything like that? Yes. We, um, we also provide a basic pistol course that's uh, in our NRA class. So we have that. We have a gun fundamentals course. That's for if you've never held the firearms before and you're thinking about it. I so you usually, should take that before yes, the LTC class. I will not. I will not. If you came in off the street and you have not taken a basic pistol course or a gun fundamentals course, I'm not going to take you as a customer. I just that's just something I do. Um, the reason why is because um, most times when um, people do LTCs, they just do the LTC and they don't train afterwards. You know and <laughs> And that's a, that's a big thing, you know. It's, it's very big. So I, um, we offer a basic pistol course, a gun fundamentals course. We also offer a um, marksmanship course as well. Um, we do have access to uh, more tactical firearms training, but that's on a, I have to fill the person out. Um, it's, once again, it's about being responsible for who you train and what you train them. Um, perfect incident is what happened in Dallas last year. So um, we don't want that to 
I won't wouldn't want that on my conscience of being a train somebody who goes rogue and does something crazy like that. <laughs> All right, Bobby, tell me once again, uh, what's that e the fundraiser that you guys are having at the Texas Concealed Handgun Association? Well, it's a, a shooting bass drop. It's uh, held at Up Texas Gun Range. It's a private range, uh, and and it again, it's in association with Texas State Shooters, and they are. Um, uh, the firearms professionals, their full firearms training facility. But what we what it's designed for is to uh, help fund the association so we can bring this training and subject matter es- experts in every year uh, for the conference. Okay, so this is to really you know get us ready for the conference and to get it to you know. So you got a really nice conference, so raise money for that. And it's right. an it's, it's a fun shoot. It is. It, it is an absolute fun shoot. We laugh and joke. We have a good time. Shoot some steel targets. And you're going to nail some steel. How many rounds do I need to bring? Uh, you would need to bring, uh, you'd need to bring uh, 150 rounds. And, right. and it, it's, it's, it's designed to be challenging. I, I, we have so every, can I, are you going to have like the steel targets that have the different sounds, the different notes, so I can play the national anthem? If you're that good, I would love to hear the <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> hey, that's how we're going to open the event. Okay, well, there we go. All but right, we, Mike, we, I'm going to be there waiting. I'm going to watch you. <laughs> better not mess plane, it up. Plane, plane, you plane, better plane. not mess it up, man. <laughs> well, when you're shooting, you're going to have uh, everything from a three-inch steel uh, all the way up to a, a an 18-inch uh, silhouette. And... So it's it's gonna it's gonna hone your uh, uh, you're gonna get better as the day goes in. So give me an example of one of the harder types of shooting things you have, because I'm sure you have different stages. What's right. one of the we, harder we, stages? Uh, one of the hardest stages is uh, going from a uh, six inch steel, four inch steel down to a three inch steel, and then I pick you back up to an eight inch. Uh, uh, self-rising uh, steel on the next stage, and then you'll go down progressively from there. Hmm. So it it makes you think. It's it's a mental game uh, of shooting is what it is. Awesome. All right, Donald says he shoots uh, uh, beer cans, and he also wants us to do the Yellow Rose of Texas instead of National Anthem. You know what, Donald? You know, uh, now nah, come on job, now. We got we got to do the Good anthem job, first. Donald. We can close with the Yellow Rose of Texas. Okay? That's awesome. So I, we'll do that for you. Wait, Yellow Rose of Texas, isn't that a strip club? Go to the Yellow Rose afterwards. <laughs> uh, not the strip club. We're talking the Yellow Rose of Texas, the song. Okay? Oh, my bad. Not the other one. All right, so we're talking with the Concealed Care Reciprocity Bill. We're talking with Syntex Combatives and Fitness and telling us all about what they do. We're talking with the president and the director for the Texas Concealed Handgun Association. Let us know the event that they have coming up that's going to benefit uh, the their um, conference next year so definitely go to their website it's t-x-c-h-i-a and check that out this is michael cargill and you are listening to come and talking hello this is gerald darty and i'm the precinct three county commissioner here in travis county and you're listening to come and talking Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, it's turned out to be a great day. My range 
Master just sent me a message said everything went great at the gun range. I can breathe now. I can stop sweating. You know, I'm nobody, stressed nobody out. Nobody has to do any uh, the traumatic injury. No, they did great. <laughs> so we had college Republicans from UT at the gun range today doing some shooting. We had multiple events going on at the same time. So I was running around like crazy, you know, and like uh, it was just madness. In the LTC class, we had that going on today. So it was just complete madness all day long. So everything worked out great. Everybody's safe. I can relax. I'm going to kick back and I'm going to have me a drink as soon as we get out the air. <laughs> Make sure you leave the gun at home no, at all you. times. <laughs> you. Leave your guns at, at home if you're going to drink. Yeah, sure. Okay. Do not advocate drinking. Gulp. Drink, res <laughs> drink responsibly. Gulp. There you go. That's right. All right, so we have inside the studio, we got uh, Syntex Combatives and Fitness. And we're talking about defensive labs, talking about, I don't what is... Bikini Teresi Kali. <laughs> um, Did I say that right? Almost, almost. Bikini <laughs> <laughs> um, Teresa Kali. Um, okay. Uh, well, Kali is a Filipino martial arts, um, and Bikini Teresa is the variant um, um, of Kali that we teach. Um, in the Philippines, each, I guess back in the older days, each family or tribe had their own variations of um, a martial art. So Bikini Teresa really means close range. And Filipino, so it's close range, close quarter combat um, martial arts. Um, and the Filipino Marine Corps actually still uses this today as their um, as their form of training. So is does that involve any knife fighting? That's that all just, it is. Okay. It's impact and edge weaponry. Yep. And we also um, teach the same fundamentals with firearms as well. So um, when you start off in Kali. Um, you learn about range, long, short, and middle range, and you learn how to use your footwork to get from close range to long range. Um, as you know, um, David, because you boxed, a lot of um, people live in what's called the me medial range, which is middle range, mm -hmm. um, whereas what we train, um, you're either going to be close or far off. Um, and how this relates to firearms is if someone's close on you, we show you the skills to use your footwork to get from close quarter to long range to draw that um, firearm to protect yourself. Yeah, because please don't pull it if the guy is hugging you. That's no. not a very smart idea. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Only in the movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If, he, if you're on the ground and he's sitting on top of you and pounding you in the face, please do not try to pull your gun from your concealment carry and try to shoot him because it probably won't go well. Yes, <laughs> because um, if someone's on you and they're pounding your face in the pavement and you do have a firearms, um, a lot of things went wrong before you even got to that point. Mm -hmm. um, you should have been able to, to see that coming a mile away. You were supposed to be able to use your footwork to keep that range, keep that distance, so you can use your firearm. That's why you have a firearm to protect it's yourself. Situational awareness. Yes, folks. that's the first thing we cover, and mainly probably the first three weeks of training. You're gonna learn about situational awareness. We do situa situational awareness drills. You actually will probably be doing them in your sleep because we do them so much. So I, uh, you know, like you said, I boxed and whatnot, and. And I don't really care for knives. I like my guns, so I want to get a little more, <laughs> a little more crazy with the hands. And if yes. I can't use my hands, I don't. I don't want a blade. I don't want to shoot you. Right. So knives, huh? I, I, I'm a racist against knives. All right. <laughs> I love knives, man. <laughs> I got a big black knife. <laughs> a buoy. <laughs> so yes. if I want to advance my hand-to-hand -hand combat yes. skills, what else do you teach there besides? The, the knife fighting and whatnot. Well, it's also offered in Kali as well. We have empty hands as well. Um, one thing about the Kali is that we do um, open hand strikes where slaps and um, what's called a hack or the 
side of your arm, forearm. The of yes, the blade on arm, the hand blade, as we call it. Um, and we believe in using that rather than fist because if you punch somebody, you break your hand, you pretty much that's, lost that weapon. That's why I like Muay Thai. Yeah. <laughs> elbows are beautiful and they don't break and they slice beautifully. So a perfect example, um, one drill we have is um, we have our guys, um, they have their holsters, and uh, we're, we're using training firearms, so nobody has their firearms in the yeah. um, building. Um, they have a holster with their trainer. Um, we train where someone's standing close where you actually throw a slap and a hack to them to make the range to pull your firearm and be able to draw down to go from corto to largo in a matter of seconds. You practice any pistol whipping? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's, it's personal protection. Um, pistol whipping leads more on... That's you, for pimping, you, homie. <laughs> you're attacking. You're doing more attacking than defending. <laughs> That's for pimping. No, no, Why are you out on that corner? You got women out there? <laughs> you're pistol whipping somebody. Why are you joking? <laughs> there was a lady this week. Uh, this guy attacked her, and he had a gun, and she ended up taking the gun from him, shooting him with it. She did that pencil, that 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 pistol uh, retention and the disarmament, the disarmament of course. <laughs> oh, she was kicking yeah. his butt, yeah. and then <laughs> and then he was able to get the gun back, and then it jammed and malfunctioned, and so he ended up going to the hospital and getting arrested. What kind of gun was it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm just trying to stay away from that one. <laughs> 380. <laughs> All right. So um, now the big talk this week also is about concealed handguns on online. Now, what the courses? Yeah, people, you know, want to take the concealed handgun course online. Yeah, talk Virginia, about that. good job. Now, there's a couple things about that. I don't know if people realize this or not, but the Texas legislature they did pass a bill back in like 2013 that gave the okay to do online, you know, concealed carry courses. It never did go anywhere. So then this year another one was passed, and I'm telling you that's not going to go anywhere anytime soon because. One, it takes a lot of, you know, checks and balances to get anything passed through, through DPS. So it takes us an entire year to get a new handgun law book. We're supposed to get that on September the 1st. You know, we're not going to get that law book probably until next year with all the new laws. And so we got to tell you all this stuff in class by using the same old book to tell you about the new stuff. Because we haven't gotten a new law book. So it's going to take a little while. It will be years. We'll probably have another session before that even goes through. And another thing is... When it comes to getting a license in other states and you want to take like a Virginia concealed handgun license course. That's the craze right now. Yeah, that, that is a bit craze to, to carry here in Texas. I'm telling you, there's some things you got to think about. Number one, you're not exempt from the Gun-Free School Zones Act. That means that if you get your license in another state from Virginia and you live here in Texas, that means that you're not exempt from the federal law that says you're not supposed to be within you know, so many feet of a school with any guns no, a thousand feet. Or, or drugs. So, you know, if you, you get that LTC or, or concealed handgun license from another state, you're not exempt from the gun-free zones act at all. And that's a felony. Now, also, you can't carry in Florida, Colorado, South, South Carolina, or Michigan. Let me say that again. A Texas resident can carry in those states. So you get your Texas LTC, you will be able to carry in Florida. Colorado, South Carolina, or Michigan. But if you get a license from Virginia and you live in Texas, you will not be able to go to Florida, Colorado, South Carolina, or Michigan and carry your handgun with that license. Also, Virginia is much more expensive now. Now that Texas has dropped the price for the state fee, 
It has gone from $140 to $40. Now the Virginia license is $100. So you're going to be paying more to take that course from Virginia. And guess what? The most important thing, you are not learning the Texas laws. You're not learning Texas laws. I cannot tell you the amount of people that sit in class. And when you start going over the laws, all the ins and the outs of the law, they're sitting there, they're in shock about, you know, oh, man, I didn't know that. Oh, I can't believe that. Well, you're not learning Texas laws. And ignorance of the law is no excuse. So something happens to you, you get pulled over by police, you get have that interaction with law enforcement. Hey, so sad, too bad. Difference of day and night makes a big difference here in Texas. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the... President uh, Bobby uh, for the Texas Concealed Hanging Association. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I completely agree with you. We had a little conversation on, on that. And uh, with that, um, Texas law, if you're going to be a Texas, if you're living in Texas, you have to understand Texas law or you're going to end up getting yourself in trouble. That's, that's the bottom line because you're not going to know what you need to know. And uh, uh, with the association, we actually produce a handbook uh, that we give to the student uh, that has the law in it because invariably, and all of the instructors know, once uh, the student leaves the classroom, they they have questions. Uh, I, we want to make sure that that student can refer back to uh, the questions if they're sitting in their living room. And so that's why it's so important that if you're going to carry a pistol in Texas, you must understand Texas law. It just hurts us all if you end up getting in trouble because it, it's like a mark on us. Okay, and then I got a question online that's saying that with LTC replacing CHO laws, must a firearm be concealed when you carry it in your vehicle while licensed as an LTC? No. Okay. You can so, open carry it in your vehicle. All right, so here's how that works. over with it open. Yeah, once you get your LTC, it used to be called a CHL, a concealed handgun license course. It's not called an LTC, License to Carry Handgun. That means that now you will have choice. You will be able to conceal carry your handgun or openly carry your handgun with a License to Carry Handgun from Texas or a license that Texas recognizes. If you're going to conceal carry that handgun, it has to be concealed. Can't see it by ordinary observation. And if you're going to openly carry that handgun, and some people have their different interpretation of this, but if you're going to openly carry that handgun, it has to be in a holster. It needs to be any holster that fits in your belt or a shoulder holster if you're going to openly carry that handgun. Don't carry it in your hand while you're walking down the road, in other words. And so you got, you got these people that are buying these little different little devices. They think, oh, man, I can open carry my handgun. So I'm going to buy this little thing that has a magnet on it, and I'm going to stick it underneath the steering wheel of my vehicle. That is unlawfully carrying a weapon. Okay, you will be charged, and you will be convicted. Okay, you cannot open carry with that unless it attaches to your belt or it's on your shoulder, attached to your shoulder. So just be cautious of that. And um, Donald, I'm not understanding what you're saying by 80. Baseball bat, bat works, throw beer cans. I'm, I'm not standing, understanding the 80 there, so you got to, you know, clear that, clarify that. With <laughs> Donald's tripping today. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, you know, retype something else. I'm not sure. All right, but, yeah, that, that's, you know, that's what we got going on. Go ahead. Well, and I get a lot of calls also that uh, and asked if, uh, is, can I carry in my car with my firearm in my holster openly with that gun on the front seat and the answer to that is no it has to be in a shell shoulder or belt holster and it has to be on your person now 
And then I got somebody, Jack says, uh, maybe if Republicans would push for a Second Amendment rights as much as they tried to repeal Obamacare. Yeah, I agree with it, Jack. You know, we need to focus on, you know, definitely, I think we should push those Second Amendment rights for sure. All the way. I don't, and, um, uh, I don't know what you mean by Obamacare, so you have to clarify that for me. <laughs> All right. What you got? So you said, and that's, that's going to be, you know, the big you know, discussion, too, because... I got a guy that goes to the Capitol a lot. He goes to the Texas State Capitol. You know, I've been with him to the Capitol probably about, I don't know, 10, 15 times. He's in a wheelchair, and he carries his handgun in the open, any holster that fits, that attaches to his belt. So um, it's a holster that attaches to his belt, but he carries it around his neck and a string on his neck, and he goes in and, in and out of the Capitol. So it's on this person that's in a shoulder or belt, belt holster. holster. Yeah. So. Just so you know. So be careful out there. Make sure at least it's in that holster that fits on your belt or your shoulder holster. So just make sure that. I'm telling you now. All right. What else you got? All right. We're going to go to a commercial break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is State Representative Jonathan Sticklin, and you are listening to Come and Talk It on Talk 1370. Talk 1370 is everywhere with the new Talk app. Get it now at Talk1370.com. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. I tell you, and now I know what you're talking about, Jack. So Jack says that our Congress should focus on Second Amendment issues other than Obamacare because he shared this story with me and he said that well, the House has voted to repeal Obamacare more than 50 times. Wow, that's crazy. More than 50 times. And I'll tell you, with a majority, they should be able to do it. I don't understand what's so difficult about it. You have the majority. Get it done. Stop playing around. Along with everything else. I don't know what that is, that is coming through. But I hear it sounds like Obama or something. It does. Are you doing that to me on purpose? <laughs> I swear I hear Obama's speech in the background. I swear I do. <laughs> You're messing with me. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? That's me. I'm you sorry. Idiot. Yeah, that's you me. You idiot. <laughs> I I opened up a page in in in, in uh, Google Chrome here, and it, it was a video, and it was uh, Obama talking in the background. And we're not crazy. Okay. Woo. I so it was a ghost so, in so Tyrus, man, we you were uh, talking to me about a, a guy you brought in to teach Muay Thai and some of his credentials, man. Why don't you go ahead and kind of pimp him out a little bit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, we also have um, another instructor over at Syntex. Um, he runs a program, Gorilla Muay Thai. Um, his name is Michael Roundtree. Um, he's trained over in Thailand, and he's heading up the Muay Thai program over there. Awesome. He has an awesome amount of, awesome group of, ki- a group of guys in there. And they're sweating and beating each other up on a weekly basis. So if um, you want to get good, authentic Muay Thai, we offer that as well. Um, Michael, Michael Roundtree, Gorilla Muay Thai, they definitely, they, they, they train three times a week. So we also have that for you as well. Awesome. That's, that, that, that's what I like. I like that Muay Thai, man. That's- now, how long have you guys been there? 
at Syntex Combatives and Fitness? Um, we've been at the location. We're, lo we're, we're actually located right beside Pflugerville High School in Pflugerville, right in the plaza where Peace Hut is. Uh, okay. We've been at that location about four weeks, but our, our previous location, we were there for um, a year and a half. Nice. So okay. we've been in business roughly about two years now. So I'm about to come after you because you Syntex Combatives. That's really close to my uh, my my DBA there. <laughs> well, we're, 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 we've shortened it. We it's, have, we have to talk about this yes. in the parking lot. <laughs> what do y'all call this? Central Texas? in the beginning? No, no, no. It was, no, it's been it was syntax. Syntax? Yes. Okay. Yes. I just messed with yeah. <laughs> All right. Jealous. No, 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 no. No, I'm do, man, yeah. do I look like I do fitness? Really? <laughs> do I look like I do fitness? Eating Skittles over there? That's one. ice, man. That's ice. That was and ice. Three. Yeah. Right. As you hear the Skittle rolling on the table. Right? All right. So, Bobby, uh, the president for the Texas Concealed Handgun Association, tell us one more time, how do we find the Texas Concealed Handgun Association? Okay, you can find us at uh, txcha.org or call at 866-516-5117. And you guys uh, keep up to date with what's going on in the Texas legislature as well, right? Uh, we do, and we put that information out on our website. We're an organization. We've been in uh, been an organization for over 20 years. Uh, we, we just, uh, April 18 will be our uh, 21st year. Um, providing services to the licensed carrier and concealed handgun um, community. Nice. All right, and then you guys do a lot of security stuff in that as well, or no? Well, we uh, do. Because a, a lot of instructors are also security instructors. Right. We have some instructors that are uh, dual qualified as an LTC instructor and a level three security instructor, some up to uh, level four. Uh, so contact your instructor and uh, uh, see if, if you're interested in that type of training. It's wonderful training. I'm a level three instructor. Uh, and uh, Now, what uh, do you think about the hours for the level three class? I'm just curious. On the personal side. Uh, Not an official side, just personal. <laughs> I, I, I teach what I have to teach. Uh, for I think it's too long. I'm to. just telling you. It's too, <laughs> I think it's way too long. Right. I mean, it's like 40 hours, and it's all it is is really an, a little more than the LTC class. It is. Uh, that if, because if, as, a, as a security officer, your job is to observe and report. Something's going on over there. Okay, hold on. There's a commercial about it. You know, if you look at that little commercial, <laughs> it, I'm going to reword it a little bit. But he's like, the, the, the lady's like, hey, sir, you know, you're a security officer. They're, they're robbing the bank. He said, yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm security. My job is to observe and report. He goes, oh, I observe there's someone robbing the bank. Oh, let me report it. That's your job. That's right. Uh, <laughs> report writing. Uh, just observe and report. So, Michael, I, okay, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'll come right out and say it. Right, I'm there. So, yeah, we need to reduce those hours. I mean, 40 hours, that's way too much. Um, it's just, it's just, to me, it's just too much. It really is. And I know they now they've, uh, the legislature, uh, there was a bill that got passed and the governor signed it, where now if you're in a church, so you, you know about that bill at I all? Do. Can you tell us about that bill? Well, if you're if you're in a church, the church can now um, uh, have folks designated as you not say not security. You cannot call them security. They're in no way, uh, shape, or form a security officer. They cannot wear a uniform as security. However, the church can uh, provide safety, a safety team, or something to that effect. Uh, and that was a big deal with uh, level three security. They would have, if if the church wanted to have a security team with the word security, 
then the people designated as a security team would have to go through the level three training, security officer training. And um, that's uh, since been changed a little bit now. All right. And then love, just so you know, there are three different levels. Level two is your unarmed security officers. They wear a uniform. They do not carry a handgun. Level three is going to be your armed security officers that wear a uniform and carry a handgun. It's like banks and hospitals. Yeah. And then level four is going to be your personal protection. They wear plain clothes and they conceal their firearms. So they're protecting the principal. Correct. They're bodyguards. So, well, the, the with with level three security, and we we as instructors know what it, what's going in on it. But the one thing that the level three security officer is not taught in the training is basics: draw from the hip, um, a create distance. Really? Yes. No. And what's the point? What's the point of the training? So he fumbles, fumbles, pulling out the gun at the bank and gets shot? That is the one thing that DPS should actually provide training for instructors. Uh You know, instead of this stuff they do for the LTC instructor, I feel is like like a lot of times just a waste of our time. But for the security instructor, they need to provide us with some type of, you know, training in-house at DPS for security instructors. Absolutely. They're not not there for the security side of it. They're there for the LTC side, but for some reason they're not there for the security side at all. I don't know if it's a money issue because LTC brings in more money than private security or what the problem is, but they're not there. When it comes to the level training they need to provide instructors, it should be there for the security side, and DPS is not doing it. If I've got if if I've got a level three security officer that's dedicated to wearing a sidearm to protect all valuable shipments or whatever he's protecting, yeah. he needs to have the tools to be able to do that function. We can teach them report writing, we can teach them observe and report, but when when it really hits the fan, they need the ability yeah. to take care of themselves and what they are protecting. They need to be through those stressful, tense situations where their hands aren't getting all sweaty, and they understand that that grip on that gun is going to slip a little bit. You know, And those are all important things. I've done that just as a civilian going and doing the, the live shooting scenarios. And I mean, yeah, that's a little panic mode. And if you're not prepared for that, and those guys are coming through that door at that bank, yeah, you're gonna crap your pants before you even pull your gun. Because you don't want to, you don't want to put your hands on someone. And they're looking at for you first if you're robbing a bank. They're going for the security guard first, so yep. he needs to be even more prepared at that point. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That's right. ridiculous. Now tell me, uh, how do I get in touch with Syntex Combatives and Fitness? Uh, yes, um, our website is www.syntex. That's C E N T E X Combatives. Dot com. Um, phone number is 512-710-6112. We also are on social media, Syntex Combatives on Facebook and Syntex Combatives on Instagram right and on. Twitter. Nice. Okay, <laughs> awesome. All right. So, um, and I tell you, that's uh, the Texas Concealed Handgun Association. We've got the president sitting here. Definitely check them out at the txchia.org. Make sure I have that right. And then also check out Syntex Combatives and Fitness at SyntexCombatives.com. All right, definitely check them out. Um, well, that's it. I hope you guys got the information about the Conciliatory Reciprocity Bill. I uh, know that we talked about the, the Hearing Protection Act, um, and we're trying to get suppressors removed from the NFA list, the National Firearms Act list. 
Get that off the list there so it's treated just like any other type of firearm. Call you know, your U.S. congressman. Call your U.S. senator. Do your job, people. Yeah, it's got to. Yeah, we got to take baby steps here. So we got to get that removed from the list. So that way you can walk into the gun store and you just provide them. You know, just like you're gonna buy any other any other gun, you say, hey, I want to get this suppressor. So you fill out the 4473 and then pay that fee, and out you go. Once you finish the background check, we're trying to get to that and, point. And if they get it passed, you're supposed to get refunded. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as as always, be safe out there. Enjoy your week, and remember, more guns equals less crime. Go out and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.